Hi, <laughs> welcome. Is it fine if I sit crisscross applesauce? I think it's fine. I'm just going to. That's for the camera. You can see me now again on YouTube. Thanks for being patient with me. I finally, finally got a new camera so I can actually record. <laughs> it's been a whirlwind, but good morning. Welcome or welcome back to the kingdom. I am recording this a month from the day that I got engaged. So it's Monday, June 3rd. No, July 3rd. Got engaged June 3rd. I feel like everything in my life now is measured in something like wedding related. Like, oh, next spring, hmm, maybe we could do a wedding there. Next fall, might be married, be moving into an apartment. This fall, I don't know. Like, <laughs> everything, it just feels like it's been just, like, I have been, okay, I made a mistake. I made, a, I made a mistake when I first got engaged, which was that I immediately dove into wedding planning, wedding contents, like wedding everything that I just overwhelmed myself, I think, with a lot of wedding stuff. Like I just, I did this to myself. Nobody else is to blame, <laughs> but it completely consumed me. And I was like, oh, I don't want to get married until, like, you know, next year. But then it means you have to start planning now. Like, I didn't even think about the fact that, oh, like, getting married, like, next year means that you have to start planning now. But it does. It does. So it just, like, completely consumed my mind, my thoughts. Like, it actually has been so treacherous. Every morning I wake up and I am, like, looking at vendors and venues and pictures and photographers like I'm just like consuming so much of just like one thing I I fixed the the light there wasn't a lot of a light coming in so I fixed it but yeah so I just completely consumed myself with wedding stuff and I kind of I caused my own like downfall and demise I think because it it was just the things I was looking at was like completely unrealistic. I mean, last month I was complaining about not being able to pay rent. <laughs> so imagine the next month I now all of a sudden think that I have to plan this beautiful, artsy, aesthetic wedding in New York City. Like that is just going from one extreme, like the bottom level of wealth to the highest level of wealth or like or and, and it's not even like my finances change it's just like my mindset change so it it's just like annoying I didn't mean to start this podcast off in a weird um way but it's just been like that's 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 what's going on but welcome welcome to the kingdom I want this to be a safe space for everyone so I don't want to also overwhelm you but yeah, it's almost, well, tomorrow is the 4th of July, so I'm excited. I've been taking it chill today. The fact that I can actually record, like, videos and podcasts visually now is making me happy. And we're going to welcome some things and exile some things. So 
welcoming, I am welcoming my new Canon EOS M50 camera. Welcome to the kingdom. Let's give it a round of applause. I think whenever I welcome something, I'm just going to give it a round of applause. So let's just give the camera a round of applause. Woo! Oh, I'm not even wearing my ring. Anyway, it's fine. We are welcoming... What are we welcoming? We're welcoming... Um, July. We're welcoming my birth month. I am turning 23 this month, so let's welcome that into the season let's welcome a new year a new age a new stage of life transition the number 23 it's so cool so sweet so sexy i like it i used to like dread like when i turned 21 and 22 i'm like oh my gosh i'm getting so old but now i can't wait to turn 23 24 25 like i feel like those are going to be the sexiest the most luscious years of my life in all aspects and so i'm excited i no longer fear my mid-20s like 23 that's cute you know it's cute i like it let's welcome it we're also welcoming um i had something i was welcoming literally just now even before i started recording and i can't remember it at all but um yeah and we're exiling expectations so one second let me go put my my ring on because i feel like this is my first time back on the pod visually and i must have my ring on why else would i be recording visually (laughs) that's a lie let's do it Okay, ring is back on. Not that it makes a difference to anybody, but I feel like if we're going to be talking, we should have it on, you know? We should have it on for the podcast, for the listeners. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so... Oh, oh, I know what I was going to welcome. I'm welcoming a new church. Let's give a round of applause. Woo! Um, Lucas and I started going to a new church two weeks ago, and I'm making the official declaration that that is now our church home, and we are very excited. It feels like, you know, the right time to have come to an agreement on a church because we have been going back and forth on this church matter for so long. And I was talking to a friend and she was like, you know, have you invited like God into the situation? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. So I did pray and I said, okay, God, there's two churches, right? Either you soften my heart and make me not so stubborn that I just like finally like, I'm like, okay, fine. Like I'll go to this church, make me like excited about it, make me love it. You know, all the things that I don't love, like, you know, just Give me a new perspective on this church if you want that church for us. Or the church that I want to go make Lucas have a new perspective on it and see that that is better. (laughs) Um, But any place that God is being worshipped at, we love and enjoy. But there are some places that I feel like 
the focus is just not Jesus as much, you know, and it's not scripture as much. So no tea, no shade, but he finally, finally agreed to start coming to the church that I wanted to go to. And he has been loving it. He cannot stop talking about it, raving about it. Honestly, I gave up on the situation and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to his church. I'm just, I just honestly surrendered. I gave up. I was like, I'm going to, I'm just going to go to his church. It's fine. And so I've been going to his church for the past, you know, like three or four months. I, after I stopped church hopping, like I was church, like I was church hopping when I got to New York city. And then I think that I found the church that I wanted to go to. And then as soon as I found it, I was like, oh, this is the one that I want to go to. And Lucas was like, no, I don't want to switch. So I was like, okay, whatever. I give up. And I started going to his. And then, I don't know, somewhere along the way, he was like, honestly, I think it is time for me to leave this church. And I was like, I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) So we visited the church that I loved. And he completely loved it, like, from day one. Like, as soon as he stepped in, he's like, oh, wow, I love it here. He just keeps saying he loves it there. And I'm like, thank you. I've been trying to show you for so long. So, yeah, we've been going there as a couple. We went the past two weeks. And we love it. Like, it really already feels like home. We just just sit there in the presence of God and... We hear from him, we see him, we, you know, speak in tongues. There's a spiritual atmosphere. I just love it. I like it, and that's what we're welcoming. We're welcoming a new church. We're also welcoming, um, not just yet, but we will start premarital counseling soon with the new church. So excited for that. But yeah, um, this episode... Is brought to you, but no, I'm just kidding. In this episode, we're going to be talking about expectations and what to do when your expectations aren't met. Whether it's like God doesn't meet your expectations, or friends don't meet your expectations, or your loved one don't meet your expectations, or even maybe like yourself, like maybe you thought you'd be somewhere and you're not, or you thought this would go a certain way and it didn't. I think in this past two months alone, honestly, ever since I quit my job, I just have had expectation after expectation just completely be crumbled. Like, if I thought something was going to happen, it wasn't. (laughs) If I thought someone was going to do something, they weren't. Like, It has just been expectation after expectation after expectation. But the most important expectation of all has been that I've been expecting for God to come through. And that's one expectation that I just know and I see on a day-to-day basis that he does meet those expectations. And so when you expect for God to move, he will. You just have to look for it. And I think when you're expecting something, you're waiting for it. So when you're waiting for God to like help you or come through or pull up, he will. And yeah, so I, um, I, I've just been learning. I think I didn't, I I think I underestimated how much 
becoming a fiance or like getting engaged already I kept saying that I was just too young for it um I feel like I'm just still so young and although I do want to get married and I want like I I am so glad that we are engaged because I think it has strengthened our relationship and you know has has we just have we've just gotten so much closer together as a couple we've gone so much closer because now it's not just like me here you here it's like us you know together so we've definitely gotten closer because we're fighting things together as a couple and so we have been going through or me especially nobody prepared me and i and i know i was not prepared for it i was completely not ready for it but nobody prepared me for this season of being engaged like i think i had maybe one or two maybe three days of just excitedness happiness joy love fun atmosphere and then um, I go back to New York City. <laughs> I think all my problems arise from New York City. But I go back to, to New York City and, like, everything just set in. Like, oh, shoot. I'm engaged now. I have to start planning a wedding. And it just threw, like, everything. Like, if I was on a boat and I was just sailing, 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 as soon as I got back from my like engagement weekend and I realized I had to start planning a wedding and then I also had to realize like I had to figure out oh like I'm getting a new job I started a new job and then my lease is ending like what am I going to do am I going to renew my lease when are we getting married because we have to time that with the leases like all these things if I, I was in a boat, smooth sailing, and then it just, like, it felt like it just capsized, you know? And I, I'm i just giving the real rawness of what this period has felt like for me because none of my friends are engaged. None of my friends are married. I am the only one of anyone that I know personally like close up that is engaged or married or about to be married and it feels as i'm talking about my age range it feels very like lonely and isolating because you're dealing with so many things that you didn't think you'd be dealing with like even getting down to the date of the wedding like the first step the first step of getting engaged is figuring out a date. And even then, there was so much opposition with the date. Like, it doesn't work for this person. And it doesn't work for this person. And this person is has this. And this, like, we could not even figure out a date for... It took us, like, from the, from the moment we got engaged till maybe last week to figure out a date it took us maybe three or four weeks three weeks to come to a nice understanding 
of when we even wanted to get married, okay? And then you think about the where. Where? Is it going to be in Massachusetts? Is it going to be in New York? Is it going to be in L.A.? Are we going to have a destination wedding? Should we just go to the courthouse? Should we have it in someone's backyard? Should we have it in someone's farm? Like, should we (laughs) have it in a venue space in Brooklyn? Like, so much to think about. Are we having a traditional wedding? If so, is it the Friday before? Well, if it's the Friday before, then the wedding has to be in Massachusetts because we can't have a wedding somewhere else and then have the traditional the day before. Like, like, or is there even going to be a traditional? Is the traditional going to be on the same day? So much to figure out. So much to figure out. Should I hire a planner or can I do it myself? Also, like, who's paying for all this? (laughs) That's been the biggest question. Who is paying for all of this? It has to be me and Lucas, right? Because in this day and age, you can't really, I guess, rely on your, like, you know, if you're getting married and it is such an adult thing to do, you should handle that adult responsibility of paying for your wedding. Like, I think that's just... You know, that's what I thought from the beginning, which is why wedding, even thinking about getting married anytime soon was so frightening to me because where, how am I going to pay for it, you know? And I think it's just like one, one day after another, I've just had like expectations just being completely crumbled. Like I had a vision of where I wanted or how, or how I wanted the wedding to be, I had an expectation of, you know, like who I thought was going to pay for it, um, which completely, oh my goodness, yeah, like, <laughs> I thought I knew who was going to pay for it, like, yeah, and there are just all of a sudden not there anymore, and so... Like, it has just been, it's thrown everything, like, completely off course. And it's, uh, uh, not really pay for it, but, like, I know pay for a majority of it because he said, or they said, oh, I'm going to make, I'm going to make the wedding of your dreams happen. So, me getting engaged, me thinking about wedding, there was no stress over it because, you know, I thought, I had someone in my life that was willing to, and, you know, it can't happen anymore, so there's that. And then just, like, expectations of, you know, how I thought family would react to things, how I thought friends would react to things, how I thought, you know, friends would show up, like, There's just so, like, where I thought I would be in life even when I started thinking about a wedding. Like, for my whole life, I've thought that I would be, like, maybe 27, 26 and, like, established in my career. And a part of me really, really wants that. And I... I I just envisioned myself much older and wealthier enough to be able to like 
do wedding stuff and you know you can't really decide how you want your life like things happen in your life where you know god's timing is just not your timing and i happen to find myself engaged at 22 rather than at 26 like i thought when i was younger you know so different things happen and it's all it's all whatever but i think in this season this season of my life every christian says but this season really truly i have learned to not have any expectations like for the past month literally from june 3rd to t- today july 3rd one month of being engaged i have learned to just completely get rid of all expectations in life it's not even good to expect anything from anybody or expect you know any you know you just like you have to be careful with what you expect in life and i am at a point where i just have zero i still have a i actually that's a lie i still have maybe like 10 percent, but i completely have zero expectations now because everything i like nothing is going how I thought it was going to go at all. And it all happened so fast. And all of a sudden you're just like, whoa, nothing is going how I I expected it to be or envisioned or implanted. And that's okay. It doesn't even have to be anything wedding related. Maybe it's like a job or friendships or family. Like I never even thought I would be fighting or like arguing with family about my wedding you know what I'm saying like everything has just been all expectations gone I am ridding all expectations and that's what I'm exiling right now in this season I'm just completely getting rid of all expectations I know God is putting the pieces together one by one by one so I'm just letting go of everything I expected. Like if you're, listen to me, well, it depends. But if you are like, let's say you, I don't know. I don't want to give this advice because it's just so personal to me. But if I could tell my, you know, 18 year old self who was envisioning a wedding, like when you get engaged, please look at your wedding as a blank slate like zero like a blank canvas you're starting from scratch okay build it from the ground up don't have this idea of everything and then you're just trying to pick up all the pieces on the and all the pictures that you had in your head and plopping them into reality it just won't work you have to start with the canvas that you're given right your life that's in front of you right now and start building from there. And I think that advice can work for anything. Like you, you know, you've had this picture of where you wanted to live and where you wanted to go and the job you wanted to do and all this stuff. And I'm not saying that don't aspire or dream or work towards something. I'm saying take the canvas you have in your hands now take what god has given you now and build from it don't try and force your expectations or imaginations or your plans into reality right now it won't work 
that's just it won't work take what god has given you and build from there and that's what i like it feels so good to say that now because you if you you know me like you guys know me i have so many expectations and like desires especially when it comes to something as big as your wedding like i have thought about this event since i was a child you know and now that i all of a sudden have to plan it and i don't like nothing looks as i thought it would look when i was a child i feel myself getting hurt and disappointed and angry and sad but it's like no get rid of all of it and i think that when we get rid of our expectations because we're holding on so strongly to our desires and like what we want when we get rid of that we allow god to move you know we completely just let go it's like holding on tight and then just opening your hand like god wants to give you something you don't even know what it is you don't even know how glorious and beautiful and magical it is because you're holding on to something you thought you wanted for so long like tight in your hands and god is like just open it open it and let me let me show you what i can just plop in there and i think i'm just like letting go of that even when it comes down to photographer like the photographer i wanted i i'm going to leave it up to god god will provide the perfect photographer god will provide the perfect venue god will provide like the caterer the food like however it's going to look like i'm leaving it up to him and he's going to do it and i am giving myself a break from thinking about weddings like my brain has been consumed by it for the past three weeks constantly that it's really like it's honestly destroying me it's destroyed my screen time it's destroyed my quiet time because i don't even have quiet time anymore quiet time is just thinking about weddings constantly like i have been so consumed and hyper focused and fixated on it and the more it feels like i focus on it the more expectations are being broken and crumbled and like destroyed and it feels like it feels so lonely and it feels so impossible like it's been feeling so impossible even yesterday at church lucas and i went up for prayer they were like if you want prayer come up we went up because we're like yo wedding planning has been a nightmare and we're only three weeks in like please i can't do it (laughs) i also don't have the money (laughs) to so i think we are going to just halt everything for now maybe have a small ceremony whenever we can and plan a big wedding you know in our late 20s when we actually do have the finances for i think that is the reality that I'm accepting as much as maybe I don't want it to be that way. And who knows what God, God can do from now till the end of the year. I don't know. All I know is just I'm tired. Like my brain is tired. My heart is tired. And I have learned so much this past month. I have learned so, so much about like, I and I think I hear this all the time, how like, weddings bring out like the worst in I don't know any situation like family friendships you yourself like literally there's a term bridezilla for a reason like weddings just do something to you 
because there's so much there's just been so much expectation put on one single day that it is exhausting I, I feel like I'm literally I feel like I'm 12 like I can't have this much expectation put on one single day like I'm basically planning the day of my dreams like everything that I have dreamt and it, it like it's just a daunting task I understand why wedding planners charge so much. It is a daunting task, but it's doing a lot to me in my heart as well. Like it's doing a lot um, to how I think about even the day itself, how I think about marriage. What are my priorities? You know what I mean? What are my priorities? Is my priority getting married or is my priority like having an aesthetic Instagram photo? But like also who says you can't have two, you know, who says you can't have both? So I don't know. It's doing a lot to my heart, mental, mind, body, soul. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about Lucas. I've learned a lot about my family or family in general. I've learned a lot about friendships just this past month alone. Like it's just teaching it's just teaching a lot and it's it has been heavy but it's also been fun. Like I don't want this to scare you <laughs> or make you you know it's fun. I I love I love being engaged. I think it's a whole new era and season, but I just was not prepared for it at all and that's that's really bottom line is like nobody tells you any of this stuff nobody tells you that you can't just pick a date nobody tells you that venues are thirty thousand dollars or maybe they did and i just didn't listen i didn't hear anywhere else and if you don't know anything about weddings i'm telling you right now venues are like thirty thousand dollars and i literally had to google the other day who is like how are people paying for weddings because I am so mind blown about the prices of everything. So, yeah, I'm just like in an era, 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 <laughs> not only being engaged, but just learning a lot about expectations and not even about the wedding solely or about getting married solely, but just about life, like when we hold on so tightly to what we expect or what we think should happen, we don't leave room for God to move and for him to do what he wants to do with us. And I I know God has the perfect day planned for us. He's the master planner. He has the perfect day planned for us. But it 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 doesn't stop me from feeling just kind of defeated in the whole process of like, wow, this is just a lot. And I think I'm going to tune my head off for a little bit i'm going to i'm going to tune tune it off and not think i'm gonna try though i'm gonna try not to think about it but i'm gonna also have to unfollow all the 20 wedding related instagram accounts i just recently followed in the past three weeks i'm gonna try and take a, a respite maybe from now to my birthday just like don't even think about anything wedding related because I'm just tired I'm done I don't have the energy for it I don't have the time for it I don't have I don't have anything for it 
You know, I don't, I can't, I can't do it. I really can't. I can't. And it feels too much. So if you're a wedding planner and you plan my wedding for free, let me know. <laughs> but either way, no, it's a lot of work. I, I would not even be comfortable having someone do that for free. Um, yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning how to manage you know, my will, what I want to be done and allowing God's will into my life. And this morning I read um, the verse, I think it was Second Corinthians 3 verse 11 or so. And it talked about how, yeah, maybe verse 3, Second Corinthians chapter three verse eleven, um, and then verse seventeen. But I'll talk about verse eleven first. And verse eleven says something along the lines of, "If the glory that is, temp, like if the glory that was temporary, if the te- if a temporary moment was so glorious, how much more glorious will?" an everlasting thing be and I'm gonna talk out of I'm gonna try and talk in context I think the verse was about oh oh I know what the verse was about the verse was about when Moses spoke to God and he wrote like the commandments I think I'm sounding like a fake Christian right now I'm sorry but the moment where Moses came down and his face was shining so bright that you couldn't see, like people couldn't look at him because he had just seen God or he had just spoken to God. And so he came b- down from the mountain and his face was shining and nobody could look at him. And the verse is, is referencing that moment and it's saying, imagine like how bright the glory of God was that nobody could look at Moses's face and Moses only spoke to God for just like a temporary amount of time, like just like a short period and nobody could look at his face for a while. Imagine that. And then imagine the glory of actually spending eternity with God, you know, if nobody could look at Moses's face after like, I don't know, an hour or two with God. Imagine how bright, like how bright the glory of God is when we do spend forever with him, how bright and shiny that will be. And I kind of related it to all the happy moments that I've had in my life so far like engagement, how bright and shiny and glowy I was. But that was just like a fleeting moment of, you know, my boyfriend getting down on one knee and proposing to me. That moment doesn't last. It's just temporary, right? But it's it brings so much joy, okay? Now, compare that to forever, you know, a lifetime with him, with your husband, right? Marriage is going to be so much better and funner and glorious than just one day wedding, you know? So I'm, I'm just not going to put all my 
literally my whole life and heart into a one day event as fun and as beautiful and as magical as that one day event will be i i'm marrying someone for the rest of my life like that that is what's more important that's what's more that's that there's more beauty and glory and honor in that than a one day event that people will not talk about for more than like five months, you know? So yeah, I am just learning to manage that. And also another verse I'm trying to think about, but it was kind of like, Oh, um, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, verse 17. Yes, verse 17 was saying something along, oh, my leg is falling asleep. Oh, this, is the, this is the worst when I sit crisscross. And, oh, no, my camera died. But this is the worst when I sit crisscross applesauce because my leg goes numb. But chapter not, chapter 3, 2 Corinthians 3.17, also says something along the lines of, no, not along the lines of, I know the exact verse. It says, where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. And so I am leaning into that verse this week and this month and honestly this season because I've just been feeling so caged up and just like completely cornered um, with all this like winning stuff and having expectations let down and being like disappointed and feeling like I won't have the day that I've dreamt of for so long but where the spirit of God is there's freedom and I know the spirit of God is here I know it's he's with me I know he's with Lucas and I I know he's with this marriage and so there's freedom in that there's freedom in knowing that God is with us it doesn't matter how you know different it looks than I expected it all I all that does matter is that the spirit of God is here and in that I'm free I'm free to let my guard down I'm free to let my expectations down I'm free to just breathe and chill and live you know I'm free I don't have to be feel like a prisoner because of my circumstances or because of things that I aren't turning out the way that I want it to be. The spirit of God is here. So I'm free. I'm free and there's freedom and I am happy. (laughs) So yeah, that is the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. I love you. I do. I really, really do. Um, I'm excited to Keep on going on this journey with you guys and learning more and and figuring things out and growing together. And you guys are literally going to be hearing from a wife. <laughs> Who am I to be a wife? Seriously. Seriously. Can you imagine, guys? Like, literally, like, just imagine. Imagine me as a wife. <laughs> Okay, I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye-bye.